This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. Hello everyone and welcome back to Drink More Water. I'm Sophie and I'm Riley and I wish you guys could have seen so space then. <laughs> what did I do? You were just so happy to be here. <laughs> I feel like I went from like prep like preparation. Like I was like straight face. I was like Hello guys. <laughs> it was like being on um like a presenter scene. on TV. <laughs> yes. But I was like, no one can see you. No. I mean, we are recording. We are recording. <laughs> um, but welcome back, guys. It's so good to be back. And typically, Soph and I haven't been recording two weeks in a row. Yes. We've been kind of batch recording two episodes at once. So it feels weird to just be back again. We were here last week. We're here again this week. We're here week. again this week. And I do low-key love like, just sitting down every week. Yeah, it's good. And it it's forces nice. us to sit for hours and chat. Yeah, which like... You guys are catching up in real time. I'll never say no to. Yeah, <laughs> never say no to. I have a random question to start off this podcast. Okay. We're, we're going to get into questions diving deep a lot of chats but i have a question that mm. i just want to know came from you <laughs> yeah what would you say is your biggest guilty pleasure oh you've been thinking about this in the car haven't i you? have i'm not even sure if i have one but i was just like thinking about it and i was like i would love to know because i find pleasure i find people's guilty pleasures so interesting because they're so like different and weird like do you think you have one <laughs> i feel like you just realized <laughs> i did i, I saw it in realized. your face okay oh going to be a huge miss for a lot of people so I was the only reason this came to mind because I was just talking to our manager um about this just before Soph got here okay Sundays are for being naked in your own home <laughs> how did this come up in conversation well it's a really hot day today right as you know yes and Soph and I both walked up separately up the stairs to the podcast studio quite puffed we were very puffed and a bit and sweaty yeah. yeah a bit sweaty a bit puffed and then we're talking about, like, how was your weekend? What were you up to? And I thought to myself, what do I do on weekends? Like, what did I do on the weekend? I yeah. Thought, yep, Saturday I trained, went to the beach, got burnt, all the rest of it. Yep. And I thought, Sunday, what did I do? I'm like, oh, I literally just laid around naked all day and did work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> blind shark, Mood. Mo- like movies, binge watching, whatever I want to binge watch. Just yep. doing quite literally nothing. Yep. Stunning. Guilty pleasure because I love my Sundays just being an absolute bum. Me too, actually. Mm. Like, Sundays it's so weird because realistically like there's no difference between like a Sunday and a Monday in terms of just like the sun rises and then sets do you know what I'm saying like it's a day but like if I'm not productive on a Monday I feel awful but if I do absolutely nothing on a Sunday like Mm -hmm. I'm like this is good yeah this is what I should be doing yeah it probably takes me to like three o'clock and I'm like oh I should get ready yeah should go to the groceries yeah come home resume position yes maybe a bit to do a bit of a clean of the house Mm. yeah absolutely yes actually one other guilty pleasure so Soph and Georgia came to stay I'm gonna say six to eight weeks ago now yeah it was probably a while yeah a while ago and yeah I got a mattress and put it on our lounge room and moved our coffee table because I was like yeah nice it's right next to the couch yeah I have not moved that mattress and I don't plan on it mattress in front of the tv yeah mattress in your lounge room is incredible yeah Mm. yeah i'll never have it any other way mm-hmm. i look i i concur do you know what i'm saying just so good do you know what i've always kind of low-key like low-key wanted a tv in the bedroom so i could mm. like lay in bed and watch I tv know. but then i'm like no 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 one needs to start no that. one needs to do that because yeah. i know that if we do and sam's always been pushing for it. he's like how good would it be like yeah. imagine a rainy day because it's recently as a lot of you would know been raining a lot around yeah. us 
And we like woke up. It was like really rainy, dark, stormy. He's like, imagine if we had a TV here and we yeah. could like watch a movie or like a TV show. I was like, oh, that would be incredible. But I just don't want to start the TV mm. in the bedroom kind of situation. Maybe when I'm like breastfeeding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could, Honestly, though, I could get around that. Mm, I, I absolutely could. But I think that's that's where the mattress in the lounge room comes yes, in. Yes. Yes. Because you're still leaving a bedroom. And it's the act of being horizontal. Yes. We love being And horizontal. not everyone's couches allow for that. No. Yours doesn't really. No, not if there's not more at than all. one person on there. And I don't love my couch in terms of comfort. Yeah. It's stunning. But yeah. in terms of practicability... Do you know what I love my house? My house. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I love your house too. <laughs> I love my couch for mm, comfortability. Like yeah, you can extend. Good. It's comfy. It's, it's huge. It's good. It's got a few stains on it, but you know. the doggos on there. That's it. Yeah, the kids, the kiddly winks, the the kiddly winks. Love it. So, so if today's episode, yes. talk us through it. So basically, today we just want to have a bit of a chat. We've got. A few ask us three questions. Mm-hmm. A lot of them go quite like heavily in depth. And yeah. so we want to actually like unpack things. Obviously, this is just like asking your friend's advice. Mm. It's completely unsolicited. We are not professionals and we're not trying to be in any no. way, shape or form. No, We're just, you know, we're getting these questions in and we want to try and help as much as we can. Yeah. Essentially, we're just not qualified. To we're not these qualified. Questions. This is absolutely unsolicited advice. You're just asking a friend and exactly. we're just responding. You go out for a walk with a friend. You're walking. You might have a little coffee in your hand and you go, this is my situation. Thoughts on it. And then a friend tells you. And where, where, those friend, yep. where those friends. And where the thoughts. Where the thoughts coming. So to your coming ears. right up. <laughs> this also kind of touches because we did read through the questions on navigating friendships in your 20s just i feel like this episode should be revolved around just navigating life in your 20s Absolutely. because it's oh it can be a lot oh tell us about it <laughs> would you well it's just like you're finally like getting to the stage mm. of your life where like you've got to be an adult oh you do you have to deal with so many different things in terms of friendships relationships money tax what you want to do in your life do you want to have kids do you want to get married like maybe, maybe not. There's mm. so many elements and you second guess everything you do. You're changing your mind every five minutes of what yeah. you want to do. Like there's just so much growing and finding yourself in your 20s, I feel. So I feel like really unpacking that today. Yeah. Some of the questions revolve around that. And yeah. I feel like a lot of our listeners are in that like demographic of probably 18 mm. to 30 or something. So I feel like it's a good good time yeah let's get into it so first question was hi Sophie and Riley I'm not sure when you were going to be taking questions to answer on the podcast but I have one that I would love to hear your perspective on here's the situation my best friend and roommate in college are known essentially as a package deal so we are always invited to parties or hangouts as a duo sometimes I feel like always being lumped together takes away from people seeing me as their friend on their own in certain situations it feels like a loss of my own individuality because I think people always see me as associated with her when we are not together like during the day or during classes I feel like people get to know me for me or know me as my most authentic self but then when we go to things together I sometimes feel like she overshadows my natural personality have either of you ever felt like this with a friend what would you do in this situation if you wanted to try to have a little bit more distinction for yourself so basically what she means is she feels like she's kind of being shadowed by a friend and people aren't seeing her as her own self. Yeah, is that I it? think so. So essentially her best friend is her roommate and yeah, yeah they're coming as a package deal and it's really mm. hard, I feel like, in these situations to be your own person. And it's so, so easy to fall into the trap of coming as a package duo, like she mm. mentioned. It's really tricky. Have you experienced this before? I feel like I have Same. in high school more so. Mm. Um, I had like a best friend and it was just like this person, this but be- like we were just like – 
you said my name and you said hers too. Like it was like, da, da, da. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like yeah. it was just like, if I was going somewhere, she was going somewhere. If she was mm-hmm. going somewhere, I was going there. And I do remember like we did everything together. School, came home together, danced together. Everything, yeah. weekends were together. So I can definitely relate. Obviously probably a bit different because I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but there definitely was a point where I started to feel like then I couldn't even kind of like hang out with other friends mm-hmm. and it like not be all together. So I definitely do like see it but obviously not in the exact exact same situation do you have you ever experienced that yeah a hundred percent and same mine was sort of primary leading into high school and then even out of high school and it is really tricky because I do think when you were really tight-knit with a friend you do start to be seen like so I've said as a pair and Mm. when someone sees you they see the other person and when they hear your name they hear the other person's name and I totally relate to what you were saying around being separate from your friend during the day or at sport or whatever it looks like for you and feeling like you can be your true self of your shell yeah Mm. and I think when you are friends with someone for a really long time especially if you have been friends um you know before you've obviously gone to college you can almost have two different personalities you can be one person around that Mm. friend because you feel like they've known you for such a long time that you essentially have to stay stuck in what they know you as Mm -hmm. and when you talk about the piece around when I'm not with them I can be my all more authentic self I feel like that definitely says something about your friendship because if you don't feel like you are yourself with her Mm. you're obviously acting in a way that she expects you to act and you feel like you can't just be your true self which Mm. I think is something that you definitely need to yeah kind of dive a bit deeper into and question why it is that you feel that way I feel like when I was in this situation I started to feel Because I feel like when you're best friends with someone and you do do everything together and you are that Mm. package deal for a while where you're in the same situation, doing the same thing, like that's okay. But then slowly, both of you start to grow in different areas and you might feel like a completely different person Mm. than who you were when you started becoming friends with this girl. Then it kind of feels weird because you're, it's almost like they're still thinking you're the person that you were when you met them, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So like they expect different things from you or you act a certain way when you're around them, but that's not who you actually are now. Maybe it was five years ago, but it's not anymore. Mm. Do you know what I mean? 100%. And it's also interesting to just think in this situation, like sure you feel this way, but she may feel the exact same way as Mm -hmm. well. And you've both just not had the conversation with each other. And I think sometimes the biggest disservice you can do in friendships or relationships in general is not have that conversation early on because Mm -hmm. personally my friendship ended, um, not because of that exact reason, but definitely because we had a lot of attachment to each other and we didn't allow each other to just grow and do our own thing and have our own people and have friends outside of our dynamic. And Mm -hmm. it is a shame because it doesn't need to end that way. And I think that if you really love this person, which you clearly do, she's your best friend, she's your roommate, and you obviously have so much in common and yet have an amazing connection, it's definitely worth just saying to her, how do you feel? Do you ever feel like we come Mm. as a package deal and that you ever want more space on your own or you want to be invited to things separate for me or have your own friends? Like I want you to know that I you know, fully support you in that. And I give you permission to go and have your own friendships and be invited to things without me. And I think that's a really easy and good way for you to create more distance and space, but also feel like you can be your own person. And I Mm. just 
think as well, like if you do feel like there's a part of you that's not being authentic, try and step into that more around her and just see how it's taken because you might be acting in a way that you think she wants you to act, but really it's because you're holding yourself back. So Mm -hmm. I definitely think that you need to just call yourself out in areas that you feel like, "Mm, maybe this isn't fully me right now. And I need to embody more of that. Mm. And I think it also comes back to like any thing with any relationship, whether it's romantic friendship, family communication Mm. is quite literally like the secret to everything. I believe anyway yeah so open up that conversation talk about it as Mm -hmm. you said like she might be feeling the exact same way um and then I I often do feel like we forget in friendships that they do need to be worked on and there can be problems in them that you need to overcome just like an actual I suppose like romantic relationship I feel like we expect there to be blocks in the road where we need to get over them and hurdles and stuff and in friendships we almost expect them to just be easy and seamless and perfect our entire Mm -hmm. life so I feel like it's so normal for, for there to be instances where friends need to get over a hurdle to continue being friends and this is just one of them absolutely and as you're growing as well and as you're getting older it's only normal that you want to explore different connections different friendships different things different people I'm sure you both have different interests outside of each other and I think it's definitely a really easy way for you to just start to create other connections outside of that in areas that perhaps you know she's not very passionate about or she doesn't really care so much for so just surround yourself with people that you want to be around and yeah, be very clear with your communication with her that it doesn't mean anything negative about your dynamic. It's mm-hmm. just that you want to have people, um, you know, in other areas of your life that love and support you as well. Yep, absolutely. Next question. Mm. Over a year ago now, I broke up with my toxic boyfriend of three years after I found out he cheated on me and he kept it from me for about eight months. Since the breakup, November 2020, I've been thriving and really working on myself and improving all areas of my life. I now feel ready for another emotional connection and I'm currently seeing this guy who I really like and for the first time I can see a potential relationship. My question is, how can I allow myself to be vulnerable and let my walls down with this new guy and not self-sabotage? I want to give it a real chance, but I'm so scared to get hurt again that I feel like I'm pushing it away. Thank you, girls. Mm, Massive. Huge. Huge. Wow. Where do we even start with that? Okay. I think the first thing is getting really clear right now before you even go too deep into this relationship. What's alive for you still? Do you feel like you lack a lot of trust around men? Do you feel like you're insecure in some areas of your life? Like what is it specifically that you feel is still alive for you right now? And what do you need from that potential partner that's going to make you feel valued, safe, respected, Mm -hmm. and loved within that dynamic? I think it's so, so important that for one, you understand what it is that you need because at times, especially when you've gone from a relationship where you know, there wasn't any loyalty and there was no trust in there and you had your trust broken, it can be really damaging and stay with you for a really long time. So you have to know what it is right now that you need so you can communicate that to your partner moving forward and give yourselves the best chance at making a really successful relationship as well. Because if you have no awareness in this situation and if you haven't brought awareness to what it is that you need to feel safe, how is he going to give you that? Mm -hmm. I again think it can sometimes relate to like any relationship. Like if you had a friend in the past who's done bad by you, who's talked shit about you, blah, blah, blah. You're a bit wary about that with new friendships in your life Mm -hmm. and you've got to work through that yourself. So you don't then project that onto these new people who have done nothing to you. Um, So I think it's the same kind of situation with this boy, you know, you sound really like 
excited about it and you want to start a relationship with him, which is amazing. So again, like Riley said, open up a conversation, say to him, hey, like this happened to me in the past, Mm. which makes me feel like this. I want to be completely open and honest with you about it. I want to work through it myself and I equally want you to know that that's how I'm feeling. Yeah, absolutely. And it's meeting each other in the middle. I think a huge thing that so many of us go through and yes, it can definitely relate to like romantic or intimate relationships, but when trust is broken, it creates so many cracks in our lives that we don't even quite recognize. And Mm -hmm. a lot of us, you know, lack self-worth and especially if cheating's been involved, you probably don't feel like you're enough for a lot of relationships. You probably don't feel like you're good enough for a lot of people. And I'm sure a part of you does feel like you lack a little bit of self-worth in areas and totally normal and okay if that's the case, but you want to be aware of that and you want to know wholeheartedly that you're allowed to have needs and they're allowed to be met. Mm -hmm. And I think too often so many of us have these needs and we think that we're too much or we think that we're expecting too much. Um, You know, we think that we're being unrealistic, but You are allowed to have needs and they're allowed to be met. Mm -hmm. And the more that you can embody that and realize that that is what you're worth, you're allowed to expect him to message you on a night out and just say, good night, I'll give you a call on the way home, I'll give you a time when, you know, he'll roughly be home. You're allowed to have that. Yeah, You're allowed to have someone who doesn't turn their phone screen down and not have notifications on and never let you on their phone. Mm -hmm. You're actually allowed to have that need and it's allowed to be met. And I think too often we make excuses as to why they they shouldn't be met or it's our problem or it's our insecurities when it's not exactly Mm -hmm. yeah huge so bringing awareness to that and just being like yeah what is it that I need and a really um, beautiful question that you can ask yourself is what do I know is true that I'm pretending not to know Mm -hmm. and that can sound sort of like what did you just say (laughs) but for you right now there's probably parts of yourself that you're pretending not to acknowledge or parts of you that are still you know upset or hurt by that previous relationship because like you said it was a long time that he lied to you Mm. and that's going to have huge impacts so what do you know is true for you right now that you're pretending not to know? Just see what comes up in there and start to explore that. And I think above all, like Sophie and I said, just communicate that mm. to this guy and let him know, um, yeah, what it is that you need exactly. I think as well, like another great point of opening up to him about it all say if, like, put yourself in his shoes or, like, say, you know, you're the person who is getting into a relationship with someone Mm. who's been cheated on in the past, I feel like I would almost like take it upon myself to show that not everyone's like this and that I'm personally not like this. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So like say if, let's just say if like I'm in a relationship with someone and they've been cheated on in the past and they might have some problems that come up in terms of like when I talk to someone, they might get jealous or they might feel like I'm lying to them. I feel like, you know, showing them time and time again that is not who you are that is not what every man is like or what every girl is like whoever whatever the situation is um so that's just another I feel like point of like tell him yeah yeah absolutely and just going into the relationship itself knowing that this is a new guy and you need to give him an opportunity to mm-hmm prove to you and show you that he is who he is for what he is and you can trust in that as difficult as it is it's just yeah really listening to what you need again Mm -hmm. and yeah being super clear with that but I feel like that um yeah I hope that answers it okay the advice that we would give and this next question is sort of similar in a sense so 
She's asked, how do you know if expectations in a relationship, long or um, long term or short term, sorry, are too high or your needs are being met? Mm. So interesting. <sighs> Very funny interesting. you ask. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say on that in terms of knowing if your expectations are too high or your needs are being met? Mm. It's a tough one because half of me is like girl like the the expectations are good like you should be treated like a fucking queen mm, do you know what i'm saying absolutely. but i feel like there is also a point where you put too high expectations on things mm-hmm. and then everything disappoints you or that other person never lives up to those high expectations because yeah. it could not be who they are you could be like dreaming of this guy who's in a movie and that's not really realistic do you mm-hmm. know what i mean yeah so it is a difficult one mm-hmm. i think it comes down to you honestly sitting by yourself and thinking like okay what what needs do I have mm-hmm. and are they actually being met? If those basic needs are, okay, let's think about those expectations now. Do I have crazy high ones? Do I have low ones? Chat through this with your partner. Talk about your love languages. If you've got like huge expectations about like physical touch or quality time, mm-hmm. that's you that doesn't that's not a bad thing at all. But yeah. tell them, be like, oh, I really, really value quality time. Like I love when we spend time mm-hmm. together. It's one of my expectations in a relationship. I don't think I need to drop it or anything. And then hopefully they'll be like, absolutely. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. this is my love language. How can we both meet those needs for each other? Yeah, I so agree with that. And I was going to say the same thing. I think a lot of the time when you feel like your expectations are too high, you probably haven't communicated them or that person actually just cannot meet even what it is that you expect from them. But I think realistically, you can look at what you want and know if it is way out of reach you know if I expect T to come home every single week with a a huge bunch of roses that are like a hundred dollars and take me out for like a bougie dinner every week and yeah okay maybe my expectations are too high right Mm. maybe he doesn't want to spend money and doesn't value that and that's something that I have to understand and appreciate but are my expectations that he hugs me when he gets home from work or he asks me how my day is or he holds space for me when I actually want to open up about something or we spend time together on the weekend at some point, whether we go out for brekkie or lunch or Mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah, that's totally valuable and you're allowed to have expectations that should be met. Mm -hmm. But you know when what you're asking for is unrealistic and I think a huge thing in this, if you are asking this question, I'm thinking your needs aren't being met. Mm. So that sort of stuff, like that's the bare minimum, right? Like that's exactly what a relationship is and should look like. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's just getting super, super clear on what you feel you're asking too much of, really sitting with that and understanding, okay, is this actually too much or is this person doing the bare minimum and I'm really like rewarding them for that? Mm -hmm. Um, Because we all deserve to feel loved, wanted, appreciated, safe. And I think sometimes like an element of this as well is if your partner is not in their masculine, for mm. example, or, you know, maybe you're in your masculine, they're more in their feminine, sorry, that can feel a little bit out of alignment and you might feel like my needs aren't being met. And I don't really even know what that is, but you need to have um, two contradicting energies, whether it's female or male. And if they're not in that place and you're not in yours, it's going to feel a little bit icky and you probably feel like things aren't really working that well within your dynamic. And I know I just completely word vomited, so I hope that kind of made sense. Um, 
But I think that's something that can definitely contribute to that feeling. Yeah, hugely. And I even feel like with Sam and I, like sometimes I feel, and I'm not sure if this is my personality or if if all girls are like this, but I get in my head a lot of the time. And mm. I just like overthink everything. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, like this isn't happening and this is happening and this should be happening, happening, whatever. And then I talk to Sam and he's like, okay, how can we like compromise into like making you feel like these things are happening, but also like make them work for me? Yeah. Does that make sense? So Absolutely. like Riley said, you might just have a conversation with your partner being like, I really value going out and eating a meal. Mm. Maybe yeah. you like ideally or like your massive expectation is like I want to you know go to this bougie ass dinner or something like that and maybe what's more realistic for you and your partner is to just like go get takeout and sit on the beach Mm -hmm. you're still like fulfilling that need without it having to be like this crazy huge gesture that happens every week do you know what I mean I love that and I think you are so right in saying that and I even like on a small level as well I'm just thinking about you know T and I and it's also Working on your delivery, I think sometimes it's so easy to get angry, right? Mm. Like getting angry is such an easy way or defensive is such an easy way to deliver whatever it is that you're trying to get across. And for example, the other morning, like typically speaking, T would make the bed and like kind of tidy the kitchen before I'm home and into my day. And the kitchen was just like a shit show. And I walked upstairs and I'm like, oh my God, like like so frustrating, right? Because Mm -hmm. I was just like, it's one little thing that you can do. But instead of getting angry, I'm like, okay, I know it was rushed this morning. So had a big weekend. Like, let's just, yeah, I'll tidy it up. It's all good. Yeah. I'll talk to him later when like it's all done. And he called me later on and we were just chatting and I was like, oh, thanks for so, like, I was like, thanks so much for your help this morning. And he's like, oh, I know. I'm so sorry. I knew I left it as a bomb. And we made a joke out of it and yeah. life moves on. And the next day he cleans the kitchen, right? And I think sometimes we get too serious about these things mm-hmm. and you can deliver things in more of a joking way without it being super confronting and like I have to have this big argument and blow up like meet each other in the middle and understand that we're all going through our own stuff and everyone's like living their own lives and doing their own things and yes you're a you know you're it's your partner and you want to be super connected in that way but we still have a lot going on external from each other Mm. and you have to have that perspective sometimes being like okay my needs aren't getting met but what is that person going through right now yeah or what's their day been like? Or how did mm. they sleep last night? It sounds silly, but it is just meeting each other with a bit of compassion in that as well, I think. Mm-hmm. And only putting expectations on them that you would also put on yourself. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you might have these massive things for them, but then equally for you, you're like, oh, like, it doesn't matter if I don't do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Last question. So lovely ladies, I have become so stuck in a rut, but have been loving making YouTube videos. I just quit my job and I'm looking for something different to fund my only creative outlet. What are your thoughts on starting a career online at a later stage in life? Do you think it's still achievable and relatable for viewers? I don't see many lifestyle YouTubers in their thirties just starting out. I think beginning late teens and early twenties allows for more risk taking. Thanks girls. Love you lots. Mm, Great question. I think this is definitely one that you can mm. relate to more so just because you're in that industry mm. so what are your thoughts on being I'm assuming early to mid 30s starting out on yeah, yeah firstly love that like we've got a listener who's like in their 30s yeah I, I think we've got a lot more than we think really yeah I do <sighs> I love that anyway um as you were saying like I do think that it's easier to start when you're young because it's easier to make risks. If that makes sense, like you might already have, I don't know, a mortgage or kids or, you know, like, so I definitely can like absolutely respect that. I also just feel like it's never too late. 
Mm. You know, like you are still, let's say, mid-30s. Like you're only 35. Like there is just so much more time in your life. And, you know, there is always a demographic who could be watching something. Yeah. So you might find that you've got all of these, you know, 30, 35-year-olds who just stumble across your content if they can relate. Like that, I feel like there is just always someone who's going to relate to your content, mm-hmm. whatever age you are, wherever you are at life. Do you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I mean, my personal standpoint is go for it. Like, yeah. why not? You don't want to be looking back in 10 years being like, oh, mm-hmm. what if? I wish yeah. I did that. Yeah. Like, try it. And if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. But if you truly love it, you know, it could become this huge thing. And like, who are you to stand in your own way? Exactly. And you just never know unless you try. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest thing. You can spend your whole life hoping and wishing and wondering or you can just do it. Yeah. And I think for sure that there is no word of a lie. Like it is for sure easier to grow perhaps in your, you know, your teens to early 20s because yes, perhaps there's a bigger demographic watching, um, you know, early teens and and early 20s. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Absolutely, but there's always things that are easier. Mm. I'm sure it's easier to finish a uni degree, you know, quote unquote, in your early 20s, but it doesn't stop people from becoming nurses in their 40s. So mm-hmm. it's definitely, you know, the grass isn't necessarily greener and sure there's easier ways in your life, but you're where you're at now. And I think it's so important that you honor where you're at mm-hmm. and you go for it. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. Literally, and why not? You know, like, I'm not sure if you've got kids or anything, but the mummy vlogger industry is huge. Yeah. So like, it's never too late. Absolutely. absolutely like catch me vlogging at 50 do you know yeah. what I'm saying like totally we're gonna go be loving life girl yeah and also if you are just in your 30 single loving life there's a demographic for that absolutely. and people would love to see that type of content and I mean we've got the little drink more water Facebook community like put yourself out there posting absolutely. groups put your name out there mm-hmm. um yeah it's so exciting and I think you owe it to yourself just to go for it and follow your passion because at the end of the day We've got one life Mm -hmm. and if you don't do what you want to do, you're just doing yourself a huge, huge disservice. So I think it's really important that you honor this commitment and go for it. Do you know what? I took a screenshot of this. I think it was a TikTok. I didn't even know. Someone posted on their story and I just thought it was fitting. Reminded that you are capable of pretty much anything you're willing to work for and that you could change your life at any moment. I love it. Wow. I hate that for us. <laughs> but right? Yeah, absolutely. Like you're willing. Mm-hmm. You can change your life. You can. Sorry, I got a bit yeah. weary there. but and Yeah, but you I know what? It. On that as well, yes. in your early 20s, in your 20s, in mm. your 30s, talking about navigating life, we are in control of so much more than we even think. Mm-hmm. And we have to stop focusing so much on controlling the uncontrollable, right? There are so many things that we spend so much time trying to change, trying to control when we actually cannot change those things. Yeah. But there is so much in your life, aka mindset, aka like that is huge, right? Mm. Your mindset in itself. So obviously there's so many examples of this, but if you can learn to control, perceive things in a way that actually, you know, allows you to progress and grow oh my god like Mm. your life can change instantly yeah can we just talk about as well this is i suppose getting a bit more into just like Mm. life right yeah i feel like and it could just be me as a person or like where i am at life i change my mind about things like (laughs) 20 times in like a month do you know what i mean oh my god like i'm like oh my gosh i have to do this right now next week i'm like oh no i absolutely don't want to do that yeah is that like normal i mean you and me both (laughs) Like I'm just here, there and everywhere. But that's the beauty of it. Exactly. And I think at first 
like I started to be like, oh, like I just can't make my mind up or actually let's talk about this because I remember, okay, me two years ago, me at 20 or 19, I would have been like, yep, kids by 23, I want to be engaged, I want to buy a house, I want to be saving for my second house. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I don't want that now. Yeah. And not that I don't want kids and I don't want to be engaged and I don't want a house. I do want all those things, but when they come. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. I think what's such a huge kind of thing that we all feel in our 20s is like, you know, age milestones. Yes. By 25, if you don't have this, 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 oh, you're running a bit late. Mm-hmm. You're not running a bit late. And I also feel like I started, especially this year, I feel like this is the first year that I've really felt like it. I started putting a lot of pressure on myself. Okay, like now now I need to buy a house. Like that's mm-hmm. just the next part of my life, how it should go. I'm saying that in like quotation marks, how like I thought my life should go, if that makes sense. Like I was like, okay, like 22, buying a house. Like that's just what I'm going to do. Like why? Why? Is it for like validation for myself, validation from others to say I bought a house at 22? Like, I don't know if things aren't aligned, like maybe it doesn't kind of work for me. And if I want to spend the next year traveling, like I want to spend the next year traveling instead of like buying a house. I don't know. Like, I think I'm just realizing that it's so okay to just like change your mind and change, you know, your values, your beliefs, everything Mm. as you grow and as I don't know, like. Our 20s is just so confusing because you never really know. Like one week you are, you might be thinking, okay, like I'm ready to buy a house, have kids, get married. And the next week you'll be like, oh, like that's that sounds awful to me. Yeah. And I think more so than anything, that's normal. Like there's no oh. answer. Yeah. And, and stop trying to find it. Yeah. Like just let your let your life go in the way it's going to go because it's mm-hmm. going to go that way anyway. Yeah. So let it happen. Look for opportunities. Take advantage of the things that come your way say yes to things like celebrate the stuff that comes your way because it's all good and fine to have all these things and if you want those things go and get them and Mm -hmm. get it done like all yeah power to you it's so so good but it doesn't it does not have to look any certain way to me my career is way more important to me right now than starting a family um getting married any like it's just not on my radar at mm. all but it doesn't mean I don't want them yeah but if that doesn't happen till I'm 28 okay but it might happen when I'm 25 and that's also fine it could happen when you're 30 and that's also fine exactly yeah. it doesn't matter because yeah. it's just life and it's going to play out the way it's supposed to and I mean a classic example is even us in the next year mm. like we've got some big changes happening I mean we'll talk about at the time yeah um never <laughs> never did I thought I would do that yeah and <laughs> Yeah, I know. So I know. But it's I just, but like that's just an example of. I mean, we're not like so annoying. Like we're not even telling you guys. Yeah. But it's just a yeah. It's just a change that I guess we both never thought mm. we would be doing ever experience, mm. and we are, and it's it's cool. Like it's different and it's scary. And I just feel like in your twenties, like you don't know yourself, and mm. like you you get to know yourself. Like I think back to when I was twenty. Mm. Like I'm now twenty two, and I'm like, wow. Like there was so much I didn't know then mm-hmm. about myself, about what I wanted. Do you ever know though? But that's the thing. I'm like yeah. in a year's time, like I'm going to be thinking the exact same thing about this year. Yeah. And so I don't know. I think, you know, and I also feel like when I'm experienced anyway, obviously like I'm still, and we're both still very early in our twenties, mm. but you know, friendships fall apart. New friendships come along. You realize what you want in a friendship, in your life, in a relationship. Like I feel like it's just so transformative. Mm, it is. And we are going on <laughs> completely. And guys, I wish you knew a bit more behind the scenes today. We have stopped and laughed 
at each oh, other so many times. So many times. We just couldn't really get the words out today. We so couldn't. If this sounds like a perfectly put together podcast, like that's all in the editing because we're yeah, not here. We're not here today. But oh. also, this is just reality sometimes. We've both had. Yeah, I mean, if you listen to last week's episode, you'll know um, a little bit more about what the week that we've just had and yeah, how just, oh, I don't know, full on it's been. And I think mm. we're both just a little bit scat today. Can we um, also just talk about last week's episode? Yeah. It was a bit daunting putting out, not going to lie. Oh, Like I was terrifying. texting Riley being like, <gasps> yeah. I'm kind of scared. And she was like, I'm so scared. Yeah. I don't know, just not that we have problems talking about any of that, but it's just like, I don't know, putting you and your life and your details out to whoever could potentially listen is kind of terrifying. Yeah. But. And this is referring to our business episode if yes. anyone hasn't listened. Yeah, so that's um, referring to the, the first business episode. Yeah, it was scary. It was scary, but... The, proud of us. Proud of us. And the response that we've had from that episode, mm. like, kind of in shock, not going to lie. Yeah. The messages, are... like, it's it's mm. been amazing. So just a thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think today we honestly just needed an episode where we could sit down, sort of just uh, yeah. breathe laugh be a little bit scat but we know that you guys um appreciate us and we appreciate you so much for just putting up with us really and being here when we're having days like this (laughs) (laughs) no honestly though soph and i we have a lot of really really cool stuff planned for drink more water um you know this year into the future and yeah i think this whole week has been so like fuck like yeah. pinch me moment it's yeah. just so exciting thank you guys for tuning in we hope you've had an amazing day night morning walk drive cooking good day at work <laughs> cooking whatever you're doing yeah so good to yeah be in your ears again we love you we appreciate you thank you for being here and we will see you in next week's episode see you guys bye